Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. Anyone can just start screaming about microchips and Jewish space lasers, but it's our mission to remove the bull and get down to what's real. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way. A brand new show from iHeart Podcast where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the VEASAN Daily Baseball Bets. Here is Adam Burke. Hello once again, everybody, and thank you for joining me here on this Friday, April 21st edition of VEASAN Daily Baseball Bets. I'm your host, Adam Burke. Last show of the week here, Monday through Friday on the podcast side of things, Monday through Saturday with the daily article over at the website. Thanks for joining me throughout the week. And you know, we gotten a lot of positive feedback over the last couple of days here in terms of the show, in terms of the impact that it has had on our listeners, um, you know, in terms of the impact the article has had as well, kind of everything working in tandem. I cannot stress how much it means to me to get the kind words, the positive feedback, the, you know, the people that reach out and say, Hey, you know, your podcast has really helped me, you know, major league baseball is not a market that I feel super comfortable betting into, but your show has helped. It's given me a different way of looking at baseball, a different way of handicapping. And those things mean the world to me. That's the highest praise of all. You know, I'm certainly out here trying to pick as many winners as possible and reward everybody for their time, you know, and their investment, especially in VEASAN and, you know, all of that. But you know, I, I just, it means so much to me to, to be able to get those kind words. So thank you to everybody who's reached out and shared them on social media. Thank you to everybody who's given the podcast a five-star review. You know, I, I've really tried to be consistent in my approach and in the way that I carry myself. And, and to see that valued and see that appreciated means everything to me. So thank you so much to everybody who's reached out, uh, whether you've done so through giving the podcast a high review and rating or just by reaching out on social media. Um, thank you so much to each and every one of you. And hopefully I can continue bringing you good baseball betting content because honestly, we're just over three weeks into the Major League Baseball season here. So plenty, plenty more to come. Plenty going on over at vcin.com as well. We're doing a lot of draft coverage stuff for you. That's six days away now. A lot of coverage on the NBA and the NHL playoffs as well. Uh, Hardwood Handicappers, our NBA podcast, now five days a week throughout the playoffs as well as our hockey betting podcast with Danny Burke and Andy McNeil, uh, JVT and Kelly Bidlin on Hardwood Handicappers. So 
Check out all of our podcast content, whether you do it at vcin.com or wherever you get your podcasts, but also head over to the website, 999 introductory special offer. We'll have an upcoming preview on the Kentucky Derby. That'll be a PDF betting guide. I'll be previewing the Kentucky Oaks. Dave Tooley doing the Kentucky Derby, along with some other goodies in that guide. We've been talking about our college football and NFL betting guides. Those are coming up here over the summer months. So, you know, there really is no off season for football. But, uh, you know, we're planning our guides. We're planning our content. We're making sure that we have a good, uh, you know, slate of content in place for you. So head over to vston.com and check out everything that we have to offer. All right, as we wrap up the week here on VEASAN Daily Baseball Bets, there was an incident yesterday that I need to talk about. And quite frankly, shame on me for not having talked about it yet to this point in the season. But yesterday's play was on the Dodgers. And the Dodgers did win 6-2. to two. However, that game had a pitching change. Jamison Tyon got scratched for the Cubs. They wound up using Javier Assad in that game instead. So this is something I need to talk about here on the podcast. And as I said, shame on me because it's something I should have talked about previously. So when you're betting on baseball, there are going to be different options for you with betting sides and totals. And they are action, away listed pitcher must start, home listed pitcher must start, and both listed pitchers must start. Now, it's unfair. It's kind of misleading, to be totally honest with you. But the default setting for when you go in and make a baseball bet is action. And what action means is that you want to bet on that team no matter what happens to the line. So your bet will lock in on that team, even if the price changes, if the odds change, something like that. In the case of yesterday's game, we didn't really see a big line adjustment with the switch from Tyon to um, Assad, but you will see some pretty big changes with these games sometimes. So it's very important to always select that both listed pitchers must start. Now, at DraftKings, which, again, our parent company of VEASAN, which I use the lines for in my daily article, at DraftKings, there's a separate tab for betting on listed pitchers. Um, we don't have access to DraftKings in Nevada, but in looking at the sportsbook pages, you know you have a specific tab for listed pitchers. So I don't want to confuse everybody with the article, and it's frankly confusing and, and rather frustrating to me that you know it doesn't just default to both starting pitchers, listed starting pitchers must start. But if you're making bets on baseball, make sure that whatever it is you have to do at the sportsbook that you're at or in the app that you're in, make sure you are selecting that both listed pitchers must start because you're handicapping the game based on the pitchers that are scheduled to start. And if there's a change, well, that's a different handicap all of a sudden. Not only will the odds change, but that may just be a different matchup, you know, and we will get pitching changes as we go throughout the course of the season here. You know, you'll have teams do openers and stuff like that. You know, um, I don't know why it didn't come out that Tyon was was injured. You know, that was something where he was scratched in the middle of the afternoon. But make sure that when you're going in and selecting your bets, you are selecting listed pitchers must start or both listed pitchers must start, whatever the wording is at your specific sports book. Because if you don't do that and you are defaulted to action, you wind up with whatever the price ends up being 
after that pitching change. And again, like I said, I think it's it's very frustrating. It's very misleading. Um, I think there are a lot of things out there in the legal sports betting landscape that are kind of designed to mislead people that are betting out there. And I would hope that at some point there's some oversight on those types of things. But you know, the onus is also on you, me, everybody as a consumer, as a customer to you know ensure that we're doing what we're supposed to be doing when we go to lock in those bets. So I wrote about it in the article over at vcin.com. That may make it a little bit clearer than what I'm saying here on the show. But the biggest takeaway is never bet action. Always make sure that the listed pitchers must start. Because if you take action and you handicapped a certain pitching matchup, that game is completely changed. You, you don't want to bet on that game anymore. So in the tracking sheet, I do have it listed that that bet was voided from yesterday. Now, if you were just betting action, fortunately, the Dodgers won that game. They scored four runs in the ninth inning to win that game. But it wasn't the pitching matchup that I handicapped. It wasn't the game that I expected it to be. And again, there wasn't that big of a line adjustment going from Tyon to Assad. But at the same time, you know, that's not the game that you handicapped. So when you're going in and placing your baseball bets, make sure that you are always selecting listed pitchers must start. And that's the you know interpretation that I have of the games with my write-ups over at vcin.com. So, you know, it's just, again, it's, it's a frustrating thing. I think that should just be the default setting. It won't be the last time that we have a game where there's been a starting pitcher change. I'm fully aware of that. But keep in mind that from a tracking standpoint, uh, those will be voided in terms of tracking the results. But, you know, if if you were on the Dodgers yesterday, fortunately they did win that game. But, you know, with that pitching change, uh, the bet should have been voided, you know, with listed pitchers must start. So just throwing that out there, it's, again, I, it, it's kind of confusing to have to talk about it, especially if you're somebody who's new to baseball betting. But, you know, it's it's what they do out there, unfortunately. So make sure that you're being vigilant. And when you go in to select your bet, when it's in the bet slip, whatever the case may be, make sure that you are selecting listed pitchers must start because you don't want to bet where it's some starting pitcher who you don't know who it is, you know, and, and usually a lot of times when it's a pitcher that gets scratched, you end up with a minor league call up, some guy that you may not even know who the hell he is. And possibly that was the situation yesterday with Tyon getting swapped for Assad. So again, just make sure when you go in there, listed pitchers must start, do not have action because it means that your bet goes off no matter what's happening in that game. Coming up here on VSIN Daily Baseball Bets, a look at the Friday card and my three plays for April 21st. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, 
you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that? Skip, who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. Hear about Michael Bublé's entrance into show business. And get business insight from Mark Burnett. Find out what scares my son-in-law, Jason Bateman. And discover the bragging rights that come with beating Michael Jordan at golf. Together, we know just about everything everybody including sitting presidents so join us as we ask the questions they've not been asked before tell it like it is and even sing a song or two this is our podcast and we're going to do it our way listen to our way on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts All right, we're back here on VEASAN Daily Baseball Bets. Make sure you rate, review, subscribe if you get the chance. Throw us a five-star review. Greatly appreciate it. And again, before I dig into the Friday card, I just want to echo the sentiments that I mentioned at the top of the show. Uh, we've gotten a lot of good feedback over the last couple of days. And and again, it, it means the world to me you know, to um, to know that what I'm doing is respected, appreciated, and valued. And I also want you to know that's a two-way street. I respect, appreciate, and value every single listener, every single reader who takes the time to go through this podcast, to go through the super long articles that I write over at vcin.com. It means everything to me. Um, it, it means it means more to me than cashing a ticket, to be totally honest with you, because you know, I, I I like to think that you know there are a lot of people out there that do it the right way. There are some people out there that definitely do it the wrong way. But, you know, to me, it, it means so much uh, to get those positive comments. So thank you so much for that, everybody. All right, so let's talk about the card here a little bit and, and look at some of the games that I don't have plays on first that I just sort of want to run past you a little bit here. Um, the first game here, the Reds and the Pirates, Graham Ashcraft and Mitch Keller in this one. Ashcraft has pitched really, really well here so far this season. But as good as he's been, you know, here we are seeing a movement on the Pirates against the Reds. The Reds are a team that, as I've talked about throughout the course of the season here, you have to treat them differently, whether they're at home or on the road. And they're on the road in this series here against the Pirates. Lost yesterday, of course. Pirates out to a 13-7 and start. Very, very strong for them. And, of course, they don't have O'Neill Cruz for the next few months. Uh, but Keller getting some love here in the market. And that's interesting because Mitch Keller is a guy that the market generally hasn't liked a whole lot in the past. And to see him taking some money here as the screen's lighting up a little bit against a guy like Ashcraft is a fairly interesting development, uh, at least in my mind. The Padres and the Diamondbacks here, Seth Lugo and Zach Gallen. This is another one. The market loves Zach Gallen. There have been a lot of line moves over the last two seasons in games where Gallen's been pitching. Today, though, we're seeing a little bit of interest in the Padres. And again, I think part of this is that the modeling crowd that's out there, you know, has kind of adjusted the Padres up maybe 10 to 15 cents with Fernando Tatis Jr. back in the lineup. 
I think that's a big part of it here. And that's not necessarily accounted for in terms of the Padres power rating relative to the market. Uh, But seeing some money come in against Gallon, I think is really interesting because it doesn't happen often. And when you've got a pitcher that the market really likes and money is coming in against that guy, that's a line move that stands out quite a bit to me. So maybe the Padres win. That does appear to be kind of the sharper of the sides here, I think, in this game, at least based on the history of Zach Gallon and what I've seen in his starts. So I just wanted to mention that at the top of today's show as well. A uh, few interleague games to touch on quickly. Uh, it, there's a good chance of a rainout in Cleveland. The weather is not good. Uh, it's supposed to rain today and tomorrow uh, in Cleveland. So they're going to try everything they can to get one or both of these games in because the last thing you want to do is have to reschedule interleague games. But I just want to mention real quickly about Cleveland and about Zach Plesak specifically. So Plesak is a guy that I just generally don't like. I'm just not a Zach Plesak guy. But over his last two starts, the Guardians have made a pretty significant adjustment to his pitch usage where he's throwing way more sliders at the expense of the fastball. His fastball is not a good one. His slider is not a bad pitch, and he's throwing it about 55% of the time right now. So that's an adjustment that Plesak has made in hopes of kind of you know sticking in the rotation. So we'll see if that has any benefit for him, uh, but that is one where you know, if that's something that sticks around, uh, you do have to kind of look at him in a little bit different of a light because that should be a better pitch for him than throwing what is a below average fastball. Astros and Braves, really good game here, I think, between Hunter Brown and Bryce Elder. Two good pitchers, two good offenses, two good bullpens. That's a really tightly lined game and deservedly so. And Elder's been really, really good here so far as a guy that, you know, we weren't entirely sure. Uh, if he was going to make this Braves rotation, they kind of had some injuries. Max Freed went out. They kind of had you know to play musical chairs a little bit here. The thing that I'll be watching in this game is for Hunter Brown of the Astros, do we see a little bit more swing and miss? Because the thing about the Braves is, as good as they are, as electric as their offense could be, as explosive as it can be, they are a lineup that is prone to swinging and missing a lot and will strike out. Brown on the season... 17 strikeouts, you know, he's been solid. Also, you know, he hasn't really faced the toughest slate of opponents here. But 10.3% swinging strike rate, he's not getting a lot of chases out of the zone. He's a guy that actually throws too many strikes, and that is a thing. Guys that throw too many strikes because they give up a lot of contact, they will give up home runs because they don't get swings and misses outside the zone. For Brown right now, he's still trying to find that swing and miss outside the zone despite throwing a lot of cutters and curveballs, which can be pitches that are a little bit difficult to kind of spot in the zone. So I'll be looking for that out of Hunter Brown here. It is a tough assignment. The Braves do make a lot of hard, violent contact, but that's what I want to see out of Brown. Can he generate a little bit more swing and miss and specifically try to throw some of those pitches outside of the zone to generate that swing and miss? So no play on that game for me. But that's always something that I'm kind of looking at uh, to see if I can maybe find some kind of edge going forward. Last game I want to talk about before I get to my three plays for today, the game between the Cardinals and the Mariners up at T-Mobile Park in Seattle. Steven Matz and George Kirby in this one. Uh, Matz has not pitched well so far this season. And even in his last start where you know the stat line looked pretty good, he walked five guys in that start. It was not a very good outing. And 
He also allowed a high exit velocity, a 57% hard hit rate. Yeah, the stat line looked better, but he's still a guy really, really struggling here uh, throughout the course of the season. But George Kirby is an interesting case because Kirby is a guy really extreme reverse platoon splits. So last year, right-handed batters hit 324 off of Kirby with a 492 slugging percentage, had a 366 weighted on base average. Lefties batted 210 with a 250 on base, a 303 slugging, and a 245 weighted on base average. So the main guys in that Cardinals lineup are right-handed bats. So kind of curious to see how Kirby does in that start. But if you get a lineup against Kirby that is really platoon heavy and is going to run out maybe six or seven lefties, something like that, because managers don't really look at reverse platoon splits and put too much stock in them. They're just like, oh, well, you know, I got my left-handed batters against this right-handed pitcher, and that's what I'm going to go with. So if you run into a spot where Kirby is facing a left-handed heavy lineup, and I think there will be some, that's a scenario where I may look to go against, or uh, right-handed heavy lineup, excuse me. That's a scenario where I may look to go against him. And I thought about it a little bit here today with the Cardinals, but Steven Matt's just uh, not reliable enough for my liking. But again, if you get Kirby against a right-handed heavy lineup, I'm thinking Houston, I'm thinking the White Sox, uh, I'm thinking Toronto, teams like that. If you get Kirby against some of those teams, that may be a spot where you want to look to fade him. Now, his reverse platoon splits could have just been a one-year thing. I don't know. He throws a lot of fastballs. Uh, so, you know, that's something that is is the one knock I kind of have on him. But that'll be something I'll monitor as the season goes along here, particularly if he runs into some of those types of matchups. All right, so let's look at the plays that I do have here for the Friday card. And we start in San Francisco, where you got the Mets and the Giants. Joey Lucchese on the mound for the Mets, his first major league start in nearly two years. I think it's his first major league start in about 22 months for Lucchese. He takes on Anthony DiSclefani. Look, you know, the one thing I've talked about with the Giants all season long, and again, I'll sound like a broken record here, they're good against righties and bad against lefties. And I don't know how good of a lefty Joey Lucchese is at this stage of his career, but He's a lefty, and he's facing a Giants lineup that has not done well against Southpaws here so far this season. Uh, four runs allowed on 11 hits and 15 and two-thirds at the AAA level, 16-7 to strikeout-to-walk ratio. Giants with a 63 WRC plus against lefties. That means they're 37% below league average against lefties here. So Lucchese, about as good of a matchup, I think, as you can ask for, for a guy making that first major league start in a long period of time. And then there's Anthony DiSclefani for the Giants. 142 ERA with a 320 expected ERA, 234 FIP, 19 innings pitched for him. He hasn't issued a walk yet in 68 batters. That being said, he has a 48.1% hard hit percentage with a 216 batting average on balls and play against. When I talk about looking for regression indicators, not only is a 216 batting average on balls and play not sustainable, it's especially not sustainable with a 48% hard hit rate. So he just allowed 14 hard hit balls against the Tigers last time out, who are one of the worst teams in the league when it comes to making quality contact. He's faced the White Sox, Royals, and Tigers. None of those offenses are particularly great, and they're certainly not on the level of the New York Mets. So I took Joey Lucchese and the Mets, minus 105 here for the first five I don't love the full game simply because the Mets have been winning a lot lately, 
and their bullpen has kind of been up against it, whereas the Giants' pen is pretty well-rested. Uh, but I do like Lucchese and the Mets for the first five there at minus 105. Next up on the card, we head to the Trop down in Tampa Bay. This is the White Sox and the Rays. Michael Kopech and Calvin Foucher in this one. Uh, Foucher looks like the bulk opener, I guess we'll call him. Uh, the Rays are talking about trying to stretch him out because they need somebody in this rotation with all the injuries that they have. Uh, it does look like Cooper Criswell will follow him if Foucher isn't able to work super deep into this game. But honestly, a few things here. I mean, first of all, Foucher's a guy who's, you know, he started in the minor leagues, but he's largely been a reliever here of late. And I don't really like when relievers turn the lineup over. Not only do they get fatigued, but relievers usually don't have the deepest of arsenals. Foucher does. He throws a lot of different pitches, but still difficult role for him. He's given up a run in each of his last four appearances. So I figure, you know, he he should give up at least one, maybe a couple here in this start. But this is also a pretty good way to fade Michael Kopech. So Michael Kopech, 11 runs on 16 hits and 15 and two thirds. He's given up seven home runs. He's given up a 57.4% hard hit percentage and a 29.8% barrel rate. That is absurdly bad command. He's also walked 10 guys. And he's a two-pitch pitcher, fastball and slider. The slider's been really ineffective here so far this season. And the Rays are a smart team, right? I mean, from an advanced scouting standpoint, they will look at his tendencies of when he throws fastballs and which counts, when he throws sliders and which counts. I just don't see him having a whole lot of success in this start. And also something else to keep in mind here about the Tampa Bay Rays going forward. They have a 289 ERA as a bullpen, but a 401 FIP and a 496 XFIP. So their bullpen is a regression candidate here. Maybe it happens today. I hope so if I need it. But I took the over 8.5 minus 115 in that game between the White Sox and the Rays. Lastly here, this is something I don't do a whole lot of, but I think it fits in this game. The Oakland A's and the Texas Rangers here. J.P. Sears going for Oakland. John Gray going for Texas. Texas about a minus 205 favorite out there in the market, total of eight in that game. I don't like to play a lot of run lines with home teams because if they have the lead, if they lead by one, they're not batting in the ninth inning. So you may run into a spot where a team only has eight chances to score as opposed to nine. However, I think in this situation, there are two things in our favor. One is because they're only likely to hit eight times, you got a minus 205 favorite, but the run line is minus 105. So the minus one and a half is minus 105 on the Rangers in this game because they are the home team. The second thing is that J.P. Sears is a guy who projects to be way better at home than on the road. So he's allowed eight runs on 15 hits and 15 and two thirds. He's given up five home runs so far this season, though. And that's why I think Sears is a better guy at home than on the road, because he's a pitch to contact guy kind of tilts more to the fly ball side of things. And that's fine at the Oakland Coliseum. You know, it's a big spacious outfield that Marine air kind of suppresses the carry of the baseball a little bit, but he's on the road in this start. And I don't like that. Another thing here. And while there are some concerns a little bit about John Gray and his elbow after taking the comebacker, John Gray in his three starts has faced the Orioles, Cubs and Astros. So the Cubs have been one of the better offenses in baseball this year. 
The Astros are the Astros, and the Orioles have been swinging the bats really, really well. Now you face the A's, and John Gray has been pretty good in his three starts here against pretty good opponents. And the thing about the A's is that 12 of their 16 losses have been on the run line. Five of their six losses on the road have been on the run line, and they only played seven games away from home. This is a team that does have the propensity to get blown out, and a big part of it is their bullpen stinks. It's bad. And the thing about bad bullpens is sometimes you've got some bright spots, right? Maybe the closer is good. Maybe the setup guy is good, something like that. But when you're trailing, you don't use those guys. And a lot of times bullpens are really, really bad when they're shallow, when there's not a whole lot of depth. And Sears is a guy, I don't think you want to turn the lineup over too much with him. So I think the Rangers do get a decent dose of the A's bullpen here. I expect Gray to be really, really good. So it's rare for me because the Rangers may only bat eight times and may win this game by a run. But I took the run line minus one and a half, minus 105 in that game. So Mets for the first five, minus 105. The over between the White Sox and the Rays over eight and a half, minus 115. And then the run line on the Rangers, minus one and a half, minus 105. Been a great week of shows here on VEASAN Daily Baseball Bets. Once again, I thank everybody for listening, for reaching out, for reviewing the podcast, for reading the article. Uh, means a lot to me. So thank you so much for that. I'll be back again on Monday with a new edition of the podcast. Um, hoping to do a Saturday article. Um, there will be something, I think, um, but... You know, I do have a commitment in the morning, so I'll try to get that out uh, as quickly as possible and as detailed as possible. But uh, in any event, like I said, thank you to everybody. Greatly appreciate it. I'll be back again on Monday with another edition of VEASAN Daily Baseball Bets. I'm your host, Adam Burke. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste, the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. Anyone can just start screaming about microchips and Jewish space lasers, but it's our mission to remove the bull and get down to what's real. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.